Changing it up with a little ABBA. Uh, getting down to the wire. A lot of big moves on the uh, trade board and waiver wire this week. A lot of people taking a chance. Building for the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I think that's the, probably the first time I've I've ever uh, not recognized the song that you've played at the beginning of the podcast. Not an ABBA fan? I can't say anything against ABBA. I just don't know it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, by the way, Kyle's not here today, so this is Eric I'm talking to. But uh, what was I going to say? Um, I was talking to Chris James earlier, and he came. We came up with the idea we should release a podcast soundtrack with all the songs from the year. You know what? It would uh, it would fit perfectly onto uh, a little fifteen disc track, probably. <laughs> yeah. Or fifteen track yeah. disc, yes. Yeah, for sure. And there'd be. Probably only. Ten, probably ten, only. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say you'll get a get ten sales minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say fourteen. And maximum. <laughs> yeah, max is out at about fifteen. There's no way Brad's buying one. Probably not Billy either. Billy's a listener. I don't think he's a buyer. I think the I think the auto pick would probably buy a few copies for his family for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> How about the auto pick taking Wes Welker for me? Spending six dollars for Wes. Yeah, I I, uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, yet another greasy move from uh, from a greasy owner. <laughs> yeah, that's the way she goes. Let's uh, let's roll through last week's matchups. Um, we'll start from. Uh, We'll start from the bottom and work our way up. And I actually have yours at the bottom, so we'll start with. Uh, yeah, I have yours at the bottom. All right, we'll start. Right. We'll start with uh, you and uh, Maddie. What'd you think? Was the win ever in doubt this week? No, I was a little bit disappointed that he uh, that he left Fitzgerald in there. It just. Uh, it, it reeked of him uh, waving the flag, and I—it's uh, not fun to beat someone when they're uh, not putting up a fight. Oh, I never even noticed you never set his full lineup. Yeah, I mean, there are some instances where uh, you know it's it's okay not to if you got too many guys in your bench, but uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Alex Smith there is uh, too important to hold on to. Yeah, no, fuck that. I'm still hoping to squeak in at eight, at five and eight. <laughs> hey, you have the fighter's attitude. Uh, some some of these guys don't have quite the fight you have. I don't think. Yeah. Well, hey. You know what? Matt, Matt had a rough week. He's so. having... Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, who's next here. Who do you have next? Uh, well, I have you at the bottom, and then 
eat them raw and brittle? So let's just do you, and then maybe it'll... Yeah, yeah, let's do that. That's next All time. Jeez, right. my computer, uh, for some reason, it won't let me, like, click on the link. It's weird. It just clicks. And... No, mine wasn't... Uh, no, mine wasn't either, actually. So just go into your matchups, uh, hit the matchups tab, and then just, like, go back a week. Oh, and then yeah. you can do it from there. Couple good teams here. Uh, tough, tough loss of Dion Lewis there for uh, Bro Daddy. Yeah, dude. Hey, I noticed he spent a bunch on James White, but James White's not the same guy. No, he's James White's proved pretty much time and time again that he's just a, a pretty average football player. I mean, he's got. Carlos Williams will slide in there. I still don't. I think Melvin Gordon could have the occasional big week. He's, he, he's not toast, but you uh, know, yeah, he's, he's, Lewis is one of the only top running backs that you can't really handcuff. Yeah, and uh, Gordon is trending up. Like he had, he was in a dark place three weeks ago, but. Uh, They're using him more. Yeah, he's just got to hope that McCoy McCoy goes down. Um, think Britton is a playoff team? Uh, I think without a doubt. I think he's got a real solid squad. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Britton is a solid squad. All right, let's move on to uh, Tommy B in the high fives versus yeah. the- Oh, sorry. I might be getting a little lag. Uh, Tommy B in the high fives yep. versus the auto pick. This is ugly. Yeah, there we were talking. Uh, There's a little smack talk going on today. Britton thinks the auto pick's got no shot of making the playoffs. What do you think? He started last week. Probably should probably belong on the waiver wire. Uh, I don't know. This is this is ugly. Aaron Rodgers carried him to a victory, which uh, I don't know. He, he he's got five wins, so it's tough to say he doesn't have a chance. He's all he has to do is win two games, and he's in more or less. But I certainly don't fear his team moving forward. No, not one of those. Not one wide receiver on his entire roster would start on my team. And I have the worst team in the pool. That says something. Yeah, that really says a lot. You, no, you have the worst record in the pool. You yeah. don't have the worst team in the pool. Ah, oh, gee, thanks. Means a lot. Hey, I'm, I'm always here to pick you up. Speaking of worst team in the pool, do you think SPK's got it? I don't know if he wins another game. He does have Peyton Manning, though. Shane Vereen's getting more, I don't know, he's, he's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've said for a while, I, I think he probably has the worst team in the league, but, you know, that was more of a thing of uh, circumstance. He didn't really make any bad moves. Diggs was a good pickup. He just, he just traded for James Starks. He just had a lot of tough luck this year. Yeah. <laughs> and he lost Jamal Charles, yeah. Let's go well, yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he had some tough luck. 
Let's go on to uh, Brad and Chris James trying to make his uh, first playoff appearance ever. I think he's well on his way. That's a, that's a pretty lethal wide receiver core there. That is. I think he's got a. I think actually. I think both these. I think these are these are two playoff teams here. They're they're both uh, both pretty solid squads. Yeah, Brad, I think Chris is gonna. Brad was lucky to hang in there with uh, Dez injured. Now that Dez is back and uh, McFadden is an RB one, he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I mean, and he he has a he has a good squad. Just looking at it on paper, and then you look on his bench, and he has Macklin there too. So. That's a that's a solid team. I uh, I, th- I think he'll be uh, he'll be in the top eight. All right, let's go on to uh, Wilson and Casper. Highest scoring matchup of the week. It's tough road for Gurley, man. Yeah, I, I was saying in the comments. I uh, I feel bad for him because that was a huge game for him. That was a huge matchup. He uh, he could. You know, moved to four and five, and he's right in the hunt for his division. But I, no one wants to play Brian Wilson these days. That's a <laughs> double di- double digits across the board. Yeah, it is noticeable yeah. if you look down. Every his lowest scoring guy was Ingram at ten point six points. <laughs> I think I had one guy double digits this week. I <laughs> heard <laughs> him my, my quarterback. I think were my only ones in double D's. Jeez. Hey, the green Beckham, the consistent green Beckham starts paid off, though. Casper's got to be happy about that. Yeah, I, uh, and even Funches. Funches finally, uh, finally got some run last week. He had a few receptions. He's been terrible all year, but, you know, I, I think, uh, I think Funches saw how confident Casper was in him, and he had to, uh, <laughs> he had to pay him back. Yeah, Funches, he's coachable. Uh, let's go on to uh, Billy and J Bell. Do you think does this put the nail in uh, Billy's season going to three and six? It might, and that's pretty sad because he has. A, I, I I like his team. I've I've liked his team pretty much all season. It just he hasn't been able to get the wins when he needed to. Like he has Forte and Calvin on his bench. You you throw those in his lineup there. That's a solid lineup. Yeah, I'm actually glad. I'm glad he's gonna miss the playoffs though, because assuming he does, because that's not a team you really want to face uh, in the playoffs. A lot of you know Breeze and Calvin can have those huge weeks. Marshall is is Brandon Marshall, so you know what? I can't say I'm disappointed to see Billy miss it if he does. All right, <laughs> Billy won't like that. Let's. <laughs> How about that line from Antonio Brown? I know. Didn't even get a touchdown. Are you in that? That's, are you in the PPR pool that Kyle's commissioner of? No. No. In that uh, pool, my girlfriend has got Antonio yes. Brown, and he put up 45 points and doesn't have a touchdown. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me what a different player he is with and without Big Ben. Like, yeah. Just goes from goes from low end, you know, wide receiver two to to the unquestioned number one receiver in football. Yeah, I hope uh, 
Does Jeremy Bell play Chris James in the last week of the season? Second last. It's the last or the second last. I haven't looked that far ahead. Yeah, that'll that could be a huge matchup. Huge. Yeah, I think I think one of the two of them will probably make it in, but I don't think they're both getting in. Yeah, I agree. Um. Move on to Kyle's matchup. Kyle lost an absolute heartbreaker. I may have taken this loss harder than Kyle. Why is that? It was the only one I got wrong in the league pick. I'm going for the uh, <laughs> going for the perfect week. Oh, you know what? I uh, I take credit for this win. I had a higher bid in on the uh, waiver wire than uh, Tack. And I yeah. talked to Tack, and I said, hey, do you have a bid in for San Diego? And he said, yeah, for $2. And at the time, I had a $3 one in. And I said, okay, you can have them. You need to win more. And I said, and I need Kyle to lose. So <laughs> so, I, so I went with another one. But it wouldn't have mattered. I lost by enough. It wouldn't have mattered for me. But it got Tack to win. Yeah, I mean, Kyle and I... Kyle's got to love that Deion Lewis uh, injury news for Blunt. Oh, yeah. For sure. Blunt's Blunt's back. Even CJ Anderson might have have retaken his job. Kyle's Kyle's team's trending up, as it always seems to do this time of year. Kyle (laughs) always has, like, a mediocre team that all of a sudden is good at the end of the year. You see that stat line on his spot start tight end on Walford? One receiving yeah. team, one reception for one yard for a touchdown. That's gross. Yeah, that's that's, that's quite the line. That's uh, that's the definition of a miracle. But Kyle's Kyle either has Gronk or Clive Walford every year. So <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, he hasn't made a move for a tight end. Like you can't be relying on Crockett Gilmore. Crockett Gilmore is not going to take you to the playoffs. Kyle doesn't. Kyle doesn't make trades in fantasy. He drafts his team, and that's who his team is at the end of the season. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he he might have the least trades in the history of this pool. That's a that's a future uh, research question. There. That is a good research question. Maybe uh, I don't know if there's a way to go back and look at trades, but hopefully I can see who that and then who is the most traded player in the history of the pool. That'd be interesting too. Yeah, that's it's a. Uh, I, I actually I don't think Kyle's made one deal all year. Like that is literally the team he, he drafted. <laughs> yeah, picked up Derek Carr yes. waivers. <laughs> Sneaky. Uh, let's finish off here with uh, my matchup. Is Brando barely got the better of me? Barely. Yeah, I was right. One guy in double digits plus my QB. It's tough. It's tough when you have that have that big start by Eifert and you're like you're thinking here it is this is the week yeah I know I've had so many bad Thursdays this year too <laughs> so <laughs> I uh well you know what at least you can take pride in hopefully crushing uh some fantasy dreams down the stretch yeah yeah I could I got an important <laughs> spoiler game versus Britain all week 12 and uh <laughs> Week week thirteen, I play SPK. That's some meaningless football right there. I might play the whole bench just to give the guys a shot. 
I might draft a whole team yeah. off the wire. <laughs> that that may be the lowest scoring matchup in the history of this pool. <laughs> hey, no, Ellington's gonna be a number one running back by then. Mark my words. <laughs> Someday. Uh, what did Brendo? I said in my, one of my bold predictions is Brendo does not make the playoffs. I mean, there's a lot of teams around four and five, five and four. I don't know about Brando's team. I, I remember you saying that. I I really like his team, to be perfectly honest. Like he doesn't really have any any weak other than Kyle Rudolph, he doesn't really have any weaknesses. Like he has, you know, a lot of up and down guys, but if his team fires on all cylinders in any given week, there's a there's a big week to be had there. Yeah. I was just saying that because he had a tough matchup last week and then he had me, so he doesn't have an easy schedule down the stretch. No, it would have been nice for your prediction if you would have uh, knocked him off this week. That would have, uh, I would really got the ball rolling on that prediction. <laughs> yeah, but the other prediction of Maddie not winning another game looks all right. That one's looking real good. I, I think that's, uh, that's about minus 200 right now <laughs> to pull through. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, trades that have happened this week. Couple moves. There's been a few of them. Um, I'm just gonna see if there's anyone before the Peterson trade. Oh, yeah, I traded uh, right before the matchup. Between me and the auto pick, I traded uh, Travis Kelsey for CJ Spiller and Jason Witten. You know what? On uh, on paper, I actually like that deal a lot for you because all signs were pointing towards CJ Spiller uh, getting some more, getting more involved this week. Yeah, but they just they just seem to refuse to to give him the ball. I've I've had him in. Another of my pools, uh, basically all year, and I've been waiting for that that breakout game, but I don't think it's happening. No, no, yeah, who liked it? They liked it for both of us. It made sense for both of us, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough break. CJ Spiller's frustrated too. Oh, still gonna start him next week. Him and Ellington going to work. Jason Witten's Jason. That's a, Witten. that's a pretty talented yet unproductive backfield. You're gonna be rolling out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Great names, too. Great <laughs> fantasy names both those guys have. <laughs> Let's go with uh, another trade here. Jeremy Bell acquired Adrian Peterson. And going the other way is Jimmy Graham, Brandon Cooks, Eddie Lacy. Now, this is a huge one. What do you think about it? I was surprised at first because, you know, I, I thought Matt had basically thrown in the towel because he didn't he dress a full lineup against me. Then he pulls off a deal, but it, it makes Matt's team a lot stronger. Uh, if if Lacey, it all hinges on Lacey's deal, right? If Lacey somehow regains the job, although they were saying today he lost it, then obviously I like it for Matt. But it's tough to say you lost the trade when you got, you know, a top three or four fantasy running back. So I, I actually I think for Jeremy's purposes it works out well because he makes he gets way stronger at one of his positions, but he gave up a lot of his depth. 
Yeah, Kyle really didn't like it. Uh, he thought Jeremy was giving up. <laughs> he messaged me. He's like, oh, my God, Jeremy's an idiot. But I don't know. It might work out for him. There's just too many guys in, uh, in uh, New Orleans that catch the ball between, like, Cooks, Coleman, Sneed, and Colston. Like, there's four guys. Not to mention Hill and Watson. Like, I don't know. I don't like rolling out New Orleans wide receivers. There's just too many of them. Cooks is the... I don't know. I guess Sneed's the steadiest, but Cooks has been pretty pretty steady as of late. He's a good he's a good third receiver. Um, but, you know, if, if Eddie Lacy becomes, like, the, the true backup in Green Bay, then it's hard to say Jeremy lost the trade because... Jimmy Graham is just a name that looks good on paper these days. The results aren't really <laughs> yeah. anything too special. The Seahawks suck. Uh, there's uh, there's three trades pending. You're involved in a couple of them here. Let's... I'm here to talk to you about oh. my first carpet. It's getting a uh, really really getting an ad playing somewhere, and I don't know where it's playing from. <laughs> Stand resistant. This refresh the is page. life proof. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, can you click on the trades? Oh, I have to click on view details. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. I got one. Uh, let's look, let's so start. Obviously, I'm involved. Yeah. I'm involved in two of them, so I already let's know those, but let's start I'm at seeing the, this other one for the first time. Let's start at the top one there. Yeah, the other one's bullshit, but. <laughs> The uh, top one there is Amir Abdullah, Julio Jones, and Frank Gore. Are they? They're coming to your team, eh? And you're letting go of fantasy's arguably top wide receiver and Matt Jones. Why'd you make the deal? Well, I've been uh, I've been a believer in Matt Jones basically all year, and he has not proved me right. So, I see this as I'm getting two starters for one. So I, I think I think Julio and Hopkins is basically a wash, uh, and then I'm getting Gore yeah. for Matt Jones. I'm not going to be starting Abdullah. He's in my opinion, he's droppable. I actually wish he wasn't included in the trade because I had to drop Sanu to accommodate <laughs> it. But I think. Uh, I think the fact that I'm getting Gore, and I, I really like Gore's schedule uh, in week 14, 15, and 16. That was the main. That was pretty much the main reason why I did it. Oh, yeah. Thinking of the playoffs. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think for the playoffs now. And I, it's, it was actually, I was pretty impressed by uh, by the deal from him. It's, it's pretty smart GMing there. He, you know, Jones and Gore are both on by. He takes two of my starters for this week, Hopkins and Jones takes them out of my lineup and puts them in his lineup. So it's like a four-player swing. Yeah. Uh, that's huge for him. He's he made has it. to win this week, so yeah. it makes perfect sense. I don't, I don't think he would make this deal with anybody else based on the on paper. I think I'm winning it, but it made perfect sense this week because he's, he's, he's putting himself in the driver's seat to win this yeah. week now. Casper doesn't make moves often, but when he does, they make sense. Yeah, I, uh, I'm happy with it. I think uh, I think I got better on paper, but I hate to see DeAndre Hopkins go. It's, he's, a, he's a fun guy to watch when he's on your fantasy team. 
you notice uh, Julio Jones week 13 and 15 plays Carolina? You worried about that? 14, 14 and 16, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm already, uh, I've already been in talks with people. Uh, <laughs> he might be on the way. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'll give, I'll give you Hilton for him. Hilton? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'll think long and hard about that one. All right. Good guy. Good locker room guy. Didn't he lead the league in yards last year, Hilton? I think he did. Um, no, Julio did, but... Uh, you sure? Yeah, Julio had, like, over 100 yards a game last year, I think, if I remember correctly, but... Uh. Um, Hilton's, Hilton was there. He had Hilton might have let him like yards per reception or something. Cause he yeah. Had, he gets those long days, right? Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, your trade with Wilson here. Yeah. A lot of trades. I like it. That's why I played the ch- take a chance. Started the potty with him. Set the tone. Yeah, this is gross. We can we can just hit back here. <laughs> you just. Oh, I will it, say. I will say I've been trying to get Tevin Coleman for about five weeks because I, I don't like not having my uh, my stud back, um, my stud handcuffed. Yeah. So, so, so I picked up Lamar Miller's handcuff and said, let's swap handcuffs. <laughs> but yes, it's pretty ugly. It, uh, the, the Yahoo evaluator had it affecting our teams not at all for the rest of the year in any way. <laughs> Yeah, neither of those guys are getting a start. And then this other quarter trade, just backup QBs for backup QBs. I mean, yeah, I, I was look, I was looking at it, and I didn't even, I didn't even know where to start. I'm having a hard time even. I'd love to get a, right love to get a screenshot of the texting conversation that went on between these two guys. Yo, I, I want Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, that'll cost you Teddy Bridgewater. You know? <laughs> and knowing, and knowing, uh. Knowing Jeremy, it probably it probably went on for about two hours. This trade discussion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you include Fitzpatrick, it's a done deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's look at the uh, the standings here. Right now, the eighth place team is Chris James at five and four. And in ninth, you have the auto pick at five and four. And tenth, four and five. So right now there's one team above 500 not getting into the playoffs. I assume it'll probably be like that down to the wire. It might be a seven and six team getting their heart broken this year. A lot of good teams. And the re- yeah, and the reason that um, that's probably going to be the case is, is because of... Uh, your division and uh, the middle finger division because there's a lot of poor records in, that, in those divisions, but one of the teams, but they're taking up two playoff spots. Right. Right. It's good stuff, though. Uh, pretty impressive by the by the thumb division there. Every team over 500. Good stuff. Yeah. No, they're, they're bringing it this year. This year, uh, this year I find it very like polarizing in the pool. Like the bad teams are bad. That's why everyone's yeah. like everyone's league pick. Like league pick them used to be a battle to go five hundred. You know, this year it's everyone's doing awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I 
think four of my losses probably in league pick them came picking you because I just felt bad for you and wanted you to get a W. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey, maybe I'll get off the schneid this week. I guess we'll find out if I uh, if I picked you or not. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's do the league pick them right now. We'll start at the bottom with uh, let's start with Brittnell and Brendo. It's projected to be uh, high scoring and close. One second, just getting there. This, yeah, this is a, this is a big matchup. I think uh, it's an important one for Brittnell, and it's and it's uh, it's probably the it's, this might be the uh, biggest matchup of the week in our pool. It is. It's the Sunday nighter or Monday nighter. Yeah, see, I, I think uh, I think Brendo's squad looks pretty good once he has uh, Forsett and Murray in there. Those are two pretty pretty safe low end RB ones, I think. And then um, he's he's decent. I I think this is going to be a, a tight one. I, I actually picked Brendo. Taking Brendo, eh? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Brittnell. Ooh. You can take Brittnell. Brittnell has done well. I think Brittnell if, has done well with some low-end uh, running backs. Yeah, and he's got Antonio Andrews on the bench too. I mean, he's he's been criticized for his waiver wire use, but Antonio Andrews has been MVP for the Titans, anyways. Um, I think uh, pretty generous projections there on James Jones for Brando and on Deshaun Jackson. Uh even Hearn's touchdown dependent projection. I'm gonna take uh yeah. I'm gonna take him Brittnell. How about uh how about Brittnell with uh the second leading rusher in the NFL on his bench right now, Chris Johnson. Who's that? Oh yeah. Yeah, Chris Johnson. Uh, sit- second or third in yeah. rushing yards. Sitting him against Seattle though. It might be smart play. I forgot he had Chris Johnson, so Come playoff time. Come playoff time. He probably he is in there. Yeldon, Johnson, and Langford won't be relevant. So it'll be between West and Andrews for that last spot. And Yeldon. I I think West is the uh, is the is the wild card in there. He's he looks he looks pretty good. I'm just saying, you know, if you would have told me. Uh, Six weeks ago, that Jeff Brittnell would have a team good enough that he's sitting the second leading rusher in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, I would, I would have traded you Tom Brady for uh, for a kicker. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I wish I had a running back. He's got like he's got like the perfect kind of guys to trade to a guy in desperation right now. Like like package. Andrews and Yeldon for a number one running back, you know, like a really yeah. good running back. But yeah, I think he's. Uh, I was actually trying to send uh, D'Angelo Williams his way for a couple pieces, but it fell through. So yeah, he he seems to like his team, and I, and I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because he always got two Jaguars leading them to glory too, Blake Bortles and, and Yeldon. After all these years, after all these years, the Jaguars become fantasy relevant, 
and so does Jeff Brittenall. <laughs> yeah. No coincidence there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're on uh, you're on Brendo, and I'm on Brittenall. Let's move on to. Uh, I'm on- Let's move on to SPK. Tommy B in the high fives against uh, John Brodaddy. SPK has got his highest projection in weeks. I think I clicked on this matchup and my and I had already clicked on uh, Brodaddy within about two seconds of looking at the teams. <laughs> yeah, that's a gen- That's even a generous twelve points for Starks in the projection there. Uh, but you know what? What? It's a lot closer than uh, it's a lot closer than you'd think, just because Brodaddy's RB crew took a took a pretty steep hit with uh, with yeah. Dion Lewis gone. His his team like this matchup's not as uh, not as mis- lopsided as you'd imagine. Right. Jeez, Richard Rogers projected for nine points. I traded him Richard Rogers a long time ago for Sam Bradford. I think based on this year alone, Richard Rogers would be the answer to that question of which player's been traded the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has gone maybe three times this year. I, I traded him this year and then had him back on my team before Sunday. He belongs on he belongs on Johnny Snowball. Yeah. Let's move on to uh Matt and Chris James. It's a must win for Chris James. I think you have. Uh, I think. Gonna, I think you I'm, have to I'm win. Assuming, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I'm assuming you picked uh, Bro Daddy in the last matchup. You never said. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Doesn't have to be said. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> must win. Um, I don't think so. I think. I don't think it's a must win for him, but I think. I think he's gonna win, and I think he's gonna be. Uh, he can go seven and six and make it because he scored quite a few points. But um, it's it'd be a it'd be a pretty pretty brutal loss if he you know he's in a pretty advantageous spot right now. If he's uh, if he doesn't win this week, maybe he's not the playoff team we thought he was. <laughs> yeah, he's got to like you said, you got to beat up on the weak teams if you're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I I picked Chris for sure. I think it's going to be a, a pretty comfortable win. Let's see who's he going to drop here. He needs a he needs to drop Rawls for a tight end. I don't think he wants to drop Rawls now that he has Lynn. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'd probably send uh, three tight ends, man. I I'd be sending one of those. To the wire. Yeah, for sure. Drop down. Probably Donnell. Yeah. I don't think Donnell's really any. Or drop Trey Mason, too. Yeah, that works, too. Some, He's never going to get a touch dust- now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Chris James, though. Let's move on to uh, Brad and Jamie. This one was uh, was a bit of a tough pick for me. Uh, um, I 
through and did these a couple hours ago just because I didn't realize I was going to be uh, being your co-host tonight. But I think uh, I had picked Brad. Yeah. Got feeling. Well, yeah, once Brad plugs his lineup in there, he's going to have uh, Macklin in over Cautry. So that's plus seven up to like eight. And then uh, Dalton, uh, QB. And Owen Daniels coming off a huge week. Yeah, I'm going to take Brad. I think he's going to put the nail in Jeremy. Like, this is a must win for Jeremy. Yeah, this is an important matchup for him. He's basically... Uh, the thing with Jeremy's team is he has a lot of guys that are that are home run hitters that he needs needs to really have some big weeks out of. So he can have a big week, but he can also have the uh, the stinker. Yeah. I'm not going to bet on stinker. I think, I, think, cause I think that's probably... Yeah, I don't see Sammy Watkins having a big week and Michael Floyd can't see him having a big week. Yeah, um, Antonio Brown doesn't have Big Ben. AP could run all over the Raiders for all we know, but they've been pretty good against the run. I mean, I I don't know. I just I like uh, I like that RB combo for uh, for Brad Martin Murray and McFadden. Just three th- three third line grinders out there. Just get the job done week in and week out. No flash. Right. It's like the Comerov JVR all in line. Draw. Exactly. It's just winners. Right. Uh, let's go into your matchup there, where you're projected to beat Casper with three spots empty in your starting lineup. Well, you got to remember, he's going to. That Charles Johnson's going to become DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. And Amir Abdullah is going to become Matt Jones. And Matt Jones is as bad as he's been. It, it appears he's the, he's the starter. If he, uh, it looked that way last week anyways, so he's going to be up another, he'll, he'll be projected for around 95 or so, but yeah, I got, I actually, I, I might not be able to start a defense. I, I don't, I'm going to have so many guys on by that I, I got to drop probably Perryman. I'm going to have five guys on by. Yeah. Could be a big break for. Could be a huge break for uh, Casper if he can beat you. Yeah, I mean, I still have. Other than Gurley, I still have probably the, the four next best players in the matchup. I guess aside from Hopkins, so I I still think I can win. But if I don't get a big week out of the Brady Gronkowski combo or out of Manuel Sanders, I think he's got a good shot to take me down. I'm going to take you. I picked myself also. All right. Who's next here? Um, let's go with Wilson and Billy. Wilson trying to put the nail in Billy's coffin here. Yeah. I think uh, it feels like every week Billy's either putting up a big number and losing or he's facing a really tough squad. <laughs> yeah. I don't. He's got some tough luck here, but I, 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 I think Brian's gonna until Brian loses. I think he's the favorite week in and week out. Not yourself, eh? I like it. Giving him credit. You're not gonna lose in the finals for the third straight year, eh? <laughs> I lost in the semis last year. Oh. I, I got third. 
You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to fly into the radar. I've been the favorite going into the playoffs the last two years, more or less. This year, I'm going to fly under the radar, hopefully, and just uh, just come out of nowhere. It's tough to fly under the radar when you only have one loss. And you've been the main that focal point of the podcast all year. but uh, Yeah, it's starting to, starting to trend towards, uh, towards Brian Wilson. I like that. And rightfully so. I think uh, I think Billy's got the team to beat him, except for he's that running back uh, duo there. Doesn't, uh, doesn't appeal to me very much. Yeah. Man, how good is Drew Brees? I thought he was toast. I thought his career. I thought well, not his career. I thought his, I thought he was going to be meaningless this season. But uh, that guy's a that guy's a top ten quarterback all time, probably. Actually, I uh, found out some interest, interesting information on Brees. I meant to say it before the pick but I'll say it after. I'm taking Wilson. Here. You taking Wilson? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go on to uh, Kyle and the auto pick. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. The auto pick's got yeah, a full I... team full of fourth liners, too. Yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be very close. I think uh, AJ Green's due for a big week. I think... Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, tear apart Houston, and I just don't think the auto pick has enough firepower aside from uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. To I don't think any of his guys can really put up big enough weeks to keep him in it. No, and uh, his best guys, McCoy and Kelsey, are going up against the two best defenses in the league. Yeah, that's and, and McCoy's not even at full strength, so that's not a. Uh, it just doesn't feel like he's going to put up a very big week, I think. Well, he's even starting Robert Woods against the Jets, too. Yeah. Well, that might help with Watkins on Revis Island, but I'm going to take Kyle. Yeah. He's going to have a... At least the Olympic gets to watch the Thursday nighter and the Monday nighter with a lot of interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got the defense, too, eh? That regularly affects my roster decisions. Yeah. When they play, what time slot they play in. Yeah, they call it last week it screwed me over. I had to start Amendola over Hilton, right? Because Amendola played yeah. the early game and Hilton's playing out of nowhere. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. That's, uh, that's the nature of the beast in a 16-team league. Yeah. Starting Danny Amendola. <laughs> and he's starting again this week. He earned another spot. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I got good wide receivers normally, like Garcon, Stevie, and Hilton, but it's just been... I used to have Antonio Brown. Yeah. But... If you were uh, if you were three and six or so right now, I wouldn't be counting you out, but <laughs> when the math... If the math is counting you out, I'm counting you out too. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking me. I'm going to come out and destroy fucking Tack. I'm going to have a. Yeah. I, I'm going to have a mystery guy starting. And, uh, maybe, maybe Muhammad Sanu finds his way onto my roster. That would be a dream come true. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about having to drop him. I, uh, I may have to spend five bucks or so to get him right back on my roster, but we'll see. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking tack. I've, uh, I've picked, I picked for you long enough, Liam. If you go back and look, I probably picked you six out of nine weeks, seven out of nine. No more. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was anyway. I say? This week, uh, um, I forget what I was going to say. I have a waiver claim in for like Aglahor too or whatever. I don't care if anyone knows. <laughs> so yeah, if you have one in, you better boost your price up. And who else? And then I have a backup one in for a wide receiver too. Someone will be starting in that slot. They'll catch me a touchdown. It's always, it's always fun looking at the waiver projections because our pool is so deep that if you if you look at projections for this coming week and you scroll down to about the twelfth guy, it's zero. There's like only like twelve <laughs> guys on the waiver where we're actually projected for any points at all. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's uh it's beautiful. Um It's true fantasy football. Remember last week on the uh podcast I went back and looked at like winning teams? Yeah. What they're made of. Uh I kind of extended that, but looked at uh, looked at which quarterbacks have made the playoffs in our pool. Like everyone says to wait on a quarterback, you know. So yeah. I just I just did a little research, and there's actually s- six QBs that have been in the playoffs three of the four years, and like everyone else has only been in once. And they're Brady, wow. Brady, Breeze. Rogers, Romo, Peyton Manning, who had neck surgery one of the years. So every year Peyton's been in, he's been in the playoffs. And the last one, Stafford. That's so a, that's pretty mind blowing stat there. So pretty much all you have a, like the best quarterbacks in the NFL kind of find their way into the playoffs every year. Cam Newton's only been in once. Big Ben's only been in the playoffs once. Philip Rivers only been in the playoffs once. So yeah, something to think about. I think I mean to. The key is is to pick the right one of those guys that you can get in like the the fourth or fifth round, rather than getting Aaron Rodgers in the first round. If you can get like Romo in the fifth round, that's and like that's considered waiting on it quarterback pretty much in our pool, right? But you know what? Having a, having a guy who's going to go out there and put up 20, 25 every week, it just puts you in good positions. I think um, I've had Romo, Rogers, and now I have Brady this year, right? So I've... Yeah, you had I've Romo twice, that. didn't it's, you? Uh, it's worked out pretty well. Did you have Romo two years in a row? Yeah. I, I think so. I think I had him... Uh, Two years ago, and then the year before that as well, and then yeah. I had Rogers last year. So yeah, yeah, I was like, I guess that's a. It could change the draft strategy. Well, next year's drafts can be just bananas, anyways. Without who, because who knows what to do with running backs anymore? It's going to be receivers and quarterbacks going early and often. Yeah, yeah, you can always find yourself an Antonio Andrews on the wire. Yeah, I would. I think uh, if you, if you look at the starting running backs across the league this year, maybe only 
like in terms of our pool, maybe only ten of them were drafted. Like like Sir Kendrick West, waiver wire, uh, Antonio Andrews, Dion Lewis, like just all these guys just came out of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Crazy league. It's just been like AP, old faithful, uh yeah, Marshawn Lynch has been pretty good, although he was hurt. Um, yeah, strange year. Let's take a quick look at the league pickup standings before we go off. Is uh, you got a pretty good grip, seven oh eight winning percentage. Yeah, I, uh, I think traditionally I've been just awful at this. I think I've I don't can't remember if I've ever been even in the top five. So. Uh, it always helps when you just pick your own division every week and their combined records 15 games over. Yeah. That will help. Is, uh, I, can't, I can't wait for playoffs, even though I'm not going to be in them. Can't wait to analyze. Can't wait for next year's drafts. <laughs> Already thinking about it. That's how I spend my summer. Yeah. Yeah. Once you hit the dog days of the baseball pool, then you know it's coming soon. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off? No. Uh, thanks for having me as a co-host. I uh, Kyle will come back next week. Hopefully, I didn't uh, didn't Wally pip him. If you know that, do you understand that reference? No, I don't. If not, if not, look up Wally Pip. That's what I'll leave you with. Did Wally Pip like spill in for someone before and then take his job as a QB? That would happen. No, Wally Pip was uh, Wally Pip was the guy who uh, he uh, he was the starting uh, whatever whatever Lou Gehrig played whatever position he played he yeah. was the starter for the Yankees and he asked to sit out one game for a headache and then Lou Gehrig played twenty one or twenty one hundred straight games after that. <laughs> All right, yeah, I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a valued listener. <laughs> I, you know what? Can't take me off the listeners because it would drop the listener percentage by twenty percent. <laughs> that's right. That's right. One of the loyal listeners. Kyle probably won't even listen this week. No, he will. But uh, all right. Thanks a lot, and uh, good luck Sunday. You too.